Good day, listeners. You are still with Chesa, and welcome to the Language and Literature Testing Podcast. In today's episode, your questions as to the new way of assessing students amidst the pandemic will be answered. Today's guest is a senior high school teacher of Ilocos Norte College of Arts and Trades handling languages and communication subjects. Hello, Miss Princess. Thank you for gracing our invitation. Hello, Chessa. Hello to all our listeners. It is an honor to be able to speak on behalf of our school and inform our listeners of the changes in the quarterly assessment. With the uproar that this pandemic has brought to the educational system, the Department of Education has been constantly adapting and adopting ways to ease the burden of the new normal classes. This means difficulties among students and teachers are under careful evaluation to achieve learning efficiency. That's so true! From coming up with the most essential learning competencies to the different modes of teaching, now a new method of assessment. The pandemic has created a new assessment environment for students. Everything feels new. Could you tell us about the traditional summative exam in the basic education for a recap? Yeah, yeah. The traditional summative exam given to first graders to 12th graders is mainly of selected response type. Say, for example, for a 50-item test, the students are provided with options for each item, like that of a multiple choice or matching type of test. Hmm, I see. So, why is the Department of Education shifting from traditional to this new method of assessment? Ah, Chesa, first of all, based on the results of the Southeast Asian Primary Learning Metrics, which is a regional program assessing Southeast Asian countries, it was revealed that only 10% of the 5th graders have met the minimum requirements, which is because students are being assessed using a selected response test. Secondly, the learning continuity plan suggests that assessments have to be a combination of selected response and constructed response types of test. Hmm. You have mentioned that the Department of Education has fully embraced different modes of teaching. Can you share them to our listeners? Well, Chesa, even before the school year opened, our parents already had a bird's eye view of the four learning delivery modalities, namely... Distance learning online, which consists of online discussion and digitized activities for students who have strong internet connection at home. Well, this is a privilege or this is an advantage to those who are living in the urban communities, correct? You're right. And we also have distance learning modular, consists, which consists of printed modules which are delivered to students who have poor internet connection or no gadget at all. In fact, we have even distance learning TV and radio which introduce learning via local broadcasting networks. And in our school, our superintendent has even gone up to constructing their own radio station to cater to these students. And finally, we have the blended learning, which is a combination of the three earlier modes. 
Wow, the DEBIT's really doing their best to ensure that students get the most out of their learning experience. Now, can you share with us the new methods of assessment that the Department of Education has come up with? Right, right. Thank you for that question, Chesa. And I'd like our listeners, whether you're a student or you're a parent, to really listen to these new types of assessments that I'm going to let them know. Since the department has already decided to combine selected response and constructed response types of tests, they have thought of using alternative means of assessment. When we alternative chess for multiple choice type of test instead of shading a letter or encircling a letter they are now going to use Kahoot or quizzes but for items which entails analysis and creation from our students they are to utilize insert learning or ed puzzle which is no longer new to some of our students also, since it's going to be online, and we know very well, Chesa, that our students are such good manipulators of the World Wide Web, like really good, we are going to identify or use digif Digify to limit their access from one website to another. These are just a few of the many ideas of the department to make sure that our students are trained to reason out and write their ideas. Okay, it's amazing how the digital world has introduced a new environment for teaching and learning. It is also a big feat for educators like you to come up with these learning alternatives. So far, how are the students coping up with these changes? <laughs> well, it's no longer skeletons in the closet, Chesa. Big portion of our students are complaining and pushing for an academic freeze because this whole new setup causes them stress. But we cannot afford to forego a year of supposedly igniting fires in their minds. You know very well, Chesa, that Filipinos are very resilient. We do not quit the race just because it's inconvenient. You're right. Well, for all it's worth, we owe educators like you a lot for the efforts that you have been putting in sustaining the minds of our youth. We are also grateful to the students and parents alike who are bravely pushing through these new normal classes. That's correct. At least, there are still a handful of those who appreciate the department. Like I always tell my students, this is to prepare them for real-life roles in the future. I just hope they get what I say, though. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and for showing us a glimpse of how our country battles this pandemic in the field of education, Miss Princess. You better treat me to my favorite restaurant when this pandemic ends, Shiza. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. It's always a pleasure. There you have it, our dear listeners. Thank you once again for listening to episode 2 of the Language and Literature Testing Podcast. This is Chesa, reporting from Ilocos Norte, Philippines. Have a great day!